Little House on the Prairie won't be seen tonight, so we can bring you a very special episode of The Gen X Files. Welcome to The Gen X Files. I'm Jim. I'm Adam. And today's show is all about Benji. Benji. I feel love. It's all around. Hey, what am I doing here? Singing the theme song, <laughs> Benji. Ch- Charlie Rich, nice. You didn't know. Uh, Wilma Daring. Wilma Daring. Wilma Daring. Uh, was actually Charlie Rich. Wow. It was at a time where um, it was hard for women to break through in country <laughs> gospel country, music. Country, right. And, uh, Just ask Dolly Parton. She came back in time. Yeah. Uh, this is our first show in our dog days of summer, August. Yeah, it's August. Uh, it's hot. It's hot outside. Starting out with the very positive, very sweet Benji. Then we're going to... Completely switch gears and go into <laughs> special, special for next Friday, for Friday the 13th. Yeah. yeah. Scary Cujo. time. Scary time. Uh, and then we're going to have a little Ruby, 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 Scooby Doo. And, uh, <laughs> and then a little something for the stepdads. Um, yeah. So it'll be good. It'll be good. Dog days of summer. Exactly. So we figured the best way to start it off is with like the sweetest movie oh, ever made. It's so sweet. By the sweetest man it's, who ever made movies. It's so heartwarming and so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, take yourself back to 1974. Ooh. August 3rd, 4,288 dogs are entered into the Brobe Dignity. No, man, I'm going to have a hard time saying yeah, that. Say, come on, say it three Brobe, times fast. Brobe, I had literally practiced it about eight times. Brobe Dignagian. Brobe Dignagian. Santa Barbara Kennel Club Show. Now, now Brobe, do you know why it's called Brobe Dignagian? Yes. It means colossal large. It was about big dogs. Why are you shaking your fist at me it's like a politician <laughs> when you say this? <laughs> I have become Mussolini. Yeah, and yeah, I, <laughs> because this is how I was able to say it. The word is so your weird. Brobe Dignagian um, uh, personality. It's, uh, really... it's from Gulliver's Travels. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's the. The giants, they're, they're, bra- they're from Brobdignagia? Bra- yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, it was the most dogs entered into a uh, kennel club show in 35 years. Good Lord, did it last a year? How do you get through all those dogs? I have no idea. I have no idea. There must and be like an inspection period. Dogs. It, I mean, there's different categories, I sure. guess. But, but uh, still. The goodness. dog that won had won like three years in a row or something. So. Well, then they all wasted their time, didn't they? Yeah, they did. <clears> it's, <throat> all, it's all politics, baby, at the Brogdignagian... <laughs> In Santa, Santa Barbara, Barbara Kennel yeah. Clips. We all know that. Yeah, we know. There's a lot of Not corruption. A lot of corruption going on there. Uh, August 20th, uh, NBC debuts Tackles the Dog to help explain new NFL change uh, rule changes. That's how I learned. Uh, they, As a child. Apparently in 1974, they had ch- changed a bunch of penalties or something. Yeah. And they, had, they actually had success with a, uh, a, a living, breathing hockey puck that explained hockey rules the year mm, before. Nice. Uh, this was created by Hanna-Barbera. Uh, Tackles the Dog was done very well. They would not disclose how much it cost them to make Tackles the Dog. Eight billion dollars. Uh, which was odd. But uh, he would come on. It's weird. Uh, we it's, can't it talk is, about the finances here. Yeah, it was super weird. Uh, it's part of the NDA. To go back a little bit, 1974, June 21st is when Where the Red Fern Grows is released, majorly oh, bumming out audiences. My God. I remember, I remember in grade school... Our teacher reading us because you know we back in oh, the day yeah. you would have reading period yeah, yeah yeah where the teacher would read for like an hour and she read where the red fern grows and my god when she got to the end of that book every I, child was just bawling their she was bawling their eyes out it was I, like yeah. it was the, it was horrifying it was child abuse I didn't I I know I read this book oh, when I was god. young great book but I good god I think I blocked most of it out because I I read the the synopsis yeah. and. Man, it is mm-hmm. just run them through a it double for people punch. who do not know. Double punch. Uh, the uh, dog at the end attacks the a cougar attacks the boy and the the dog. Well, let's uh, just back Uncle it up a Dan. bit. Back it up a bit. I'm sorry. Who's the boy and the, the dog? The boy. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Doesn't matter. There's two dogs and they're in love and they're great. And then the and the dog saves the boy and it's yeah. awesome and he's great, but he gets hurt. Yeah. And he doesn't make it. Doesn't make it. Uh, Uncle Dan or Little Dan or whatever the... Little Uncle Danny buries the dog. And then the the, the thing that really is messed up is that the little girl dog who was in love with Little Uncle Dan goes to his grave and then dies. Yeah, because that's where the red fern grows. Oh, God. Yeah. Everybody's probably crying. I'm crying right now. It's it's horrible. It's a kid's book. Well, you know, we... Kids were not uh, protected. (laughs) Yeah. From reality back in the day when we were free-range Gen X kids. They uh, basically... It was... The opposite. Is that, yeah, yeah. They shoved really inappropriate things in our faces, and I'm not just talking about the Catholic Church. No, no I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> horrible, horrible. Thing. Um, but Ooh. seriously, uh, yeah, I mean, we, they didn't sugarcoat stuff, you know. No, was... I mean evidence from your stepdad. Oh, how, yeah. He's, what is do he doing? Hey, he's raping him. <laughs> he's raping him. <laughs> what is oh, what's up? Traumatizing. Um, 
So, uh, okay, I, oh, yeah, just yeah, to sorry. be clear, I'm talking about deliverance. <laughs> deliverance. The, not, not my stepdad doing anything appropriate to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. He no, never no, did no. that. It was the, uh, no, it was the no. movie he exposed me to. But it's, it's very possible that Where the Red Fern Grows was a reason why Joe Camp, who created Benji, created Benji. Yeah. Uh, he was, there was a thing, and this is going to be weird and kind of technical, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to go through it. Do it. it was important as to how Benji was created. There is a, a distribution model called the four-wall distribution concept. Exactly, I know. The idea, what you need to know, is that distribution companies would rent out entire theaters. They yeah. would pay for every seat, mm-hmm. and then that way when the movie was being shown, every ticket sale would go to them. But it had the the adverse effect of making it look like the movies were way more successful than they actually oh, yeah. were. Yeah, and they could afford to do that. The studios could. The studios the independents could. could not. Yeah. And what this did, and what Joe Camp realized, is that they would throw the G rating onto everything, and, and they would do this four-wall distribution where they would just rent out the theaters, and people would think they're being highly successful. Yeah. The movies got really boring and really bad <laughs> yes. because there was no actual, like, you know, market. Yeah, mainstream yeah. – the 70s was great for independent cinema, but a lot of the mainstream stuff was just glop. Watered down, just got bad. It was, yeah, it was yeah. just, let's throw together some crap and try to make some money. Yeah, in fact, in 1977, uh, with an interview with Variety Magazine, Joe Camp said, uh, quote, it has become an industry cause thing, but the G-rated classification has to some degree become, if it's G, it can't be for me. <laughs> uh, which, Catchy. I mean, is honest. I mean, because I, yeah. I, remember, I remember being, you know, in the late 70s, early 80s, like G-rated, even at a young kid, I was yeah. like, these are just boring. Like I, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were some that were. It's sure. weird because I kind of the rating system kind of came around around the time around the were, time I was going. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because what was it like sixty nine seventy? No, it was like the early. No, yeah, yeah. I think it was like sixty seven something like that. I think yeah. it was during uh, the Easy Rider days when things were because mm-hmm. everything was being released as adults only or X-rated yeah, yeah. And, and they needed to find a way to kind of bridge that gap. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Uh, so the whole point is that this whole four wall distribution, Joe Camp was like, I want to make something good. I want my family to like it. I mm. want kids to like it. I'm going to make something interesting. And so he had the idea to create Benji. Benji. The little scruffy dog that uh, he, he <laughs> it just has little adventures. Yeah. No, I mean, it's such a simple, simple movie. Yeah. But so sweet, yeah. you know. I, I was I think it's one of the first movies I saw in the theater. I'm, oh wow! Right. If I'm being, if I'm remembering correctly, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was just, just a dog, just a dog. Yeah, I mean, and literally, his there is more dog walking montages. Oh my god, that, <laughs> in that movie, eighty percent of and that movie is is Benji running that same music <laughs> over and over again, and it's not a bad thing. No. I mean, don't get me wrong, Benji's I still a good runner. Really like it, yeah, yeah. He he trots very well. He has a weird thing with his back leg. And you don't ever really notice, but he has that one tooth. Well, you know, he was an old nose. man. They brought him. He, was. he thought he was out, but they yeah, brought him yeah, back yeah. in. Yeah. He was a retired baby boy. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, so Joe Camp is, uh, he's a, a Christian person, but he isn't preachy about it. He's, he's got released books about horses. Yeah. Like, he loves animals. Yes. And the Benji movies don't have any sort of preachy Christian undertones. No, they're undertones. not. Not at all. It's just, you know, about a good boy. It's about how, how treating other people nice, yeah. and that way you get treated nice. And a good, yeah. good boy. So he, he had this idea to, 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 make, <laughs> to make Benji and went to all the Hollywood studios and said, hey, I have this great idea. It's a dog-centered movie. It'll be great. And they all said, no. Sounds too complicated. Yeah. Sounds ridiculous. Yeah, it sounds ridiculous. Sounds why, too expensive. Why would we do that? Who wants to watch a dog? Yeah. <laughs> So he teamed up with Ed Vanston, and they found a bunch of private investors and uh, and raised the money themselves. The movie cost about $500,000. That's a lot of money in the uh, 70s. And that's a lot of money to raise. Yeah. I mean, especially just for, like, hey, it's a dog movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, but they uh, – he was from Joe, – Joe Campos from Texas. He uh, shot the movie in Texas. It was used uh, – uh, almost ex- exclusively in Denton, uh, Texas, but oh. then there were some other places. Uh, it was mostly local people, um, mostly TV actors. Like, he was able to pull in some, I don't, I don't want to say favors. Oh, come on. Yeah. But, like, uh, but but not. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I'm saying is I, I'm guessing that kept his the budget down. Sure. But these like, were, I mean, it was good to have a few really recognizable yeah. TV faces as Benji's buds. Like, you know, we had Francis... Bouvier or Bavier. Bavier. I assume it's Bavier. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Andy. <laughs> she was a. Uh, she was uh, a <laughs> Aunt B. Uh, Aunt B. Yeah. In all of the Mayberry series, uh, all those. Yeah, Andy Griffith. Andy thing. Griffith Show and Mayberry RFD. But ooh, she was an amazing, sweet, <laughs> sweet lady. My favorite scene 
in the in in Benji mm-hmm. is when Benji does not chase the cat, <laughs> yes. and she's so upset. <laughs> like, why aren't you chasing my cat? She plays this one. Benji has a routine every morning. He goes to visit his buds. He's a Benji is an independent little guy. Yeah. Who, yeah. but he's got a lot of buds, and and he does things like he he brings the newspaper to the little kids and the family that he likes, and then he goes and wakes up the the old diner owner who's I think from Green Bill. Acres. Yeah, Bill. Yeah, yeah that was Edgar Buchanan. Yeah, you know, yeah. little guy. Um, who then they work together. Yeah, he was on Petticoat Junction. The and, dog uh, and. Edgar yeah, Buchanan yeah. and the dog were on uh, Petticoat Junction. The dog was played by Higgins. Higgins. Uh, he was a dog. Uh, Edgar Buchanan and, and the dog had a very special relationship. I, the, the, I know that sounds weird. It's a, it's a <laughs> because good show. everyone is show. cynical now. Yes. But they were really they, good pals. They were they together, together for like for six, seven six years. Six or seven years. Yeah. Yeah. He would hold him in all the publicity pictures yeah, yeah. for Petticoat Junction and – yeah, he always made sure Edgar really liked Higgins. Mm-hmm. They got along really well, and and he made sure he was always with that dog. I love that guy's voice. Yeah. <laughs> um. But he didn't. Also, when he was in Green Acres and Beverly Hillbillies, like the dog would come along, and yeah. like, they they would he would shoot with him there. Yeah, they were really good buds. Yeah, uh, it was actually both Francis Bavier and Edgar Buchanan. It was their last movie they did. And Higgins. Uh, and and Higgins, yes. Yeah. Uh, but they retired. Uh, he uh, let's just say that Higgins retired to a. I mean, he did technically a farm in yeah. the sky. <laughs> well, that's the weird thing is that he was 16 years old. When yeah, he, was he doesn't look that old. I mean, he, no, he plays young Not well. <laughs> Except for that one tooth, man. That one tooth. It is in certain shots and yeah. certain pictures. Like he's got this front left. But come on, Higgins crazy. was a, a wonderkind. He was an yeah. amazing dog. The, one yeah. of the smartest dogs in. Motion picture yes, history, yes. and according uh, to the trainer, the smartest animal he ever yeah, worked with. Frank Inn, uh, who was a, a professional animal trainer, he found Higgins at a, in 1960 as a puppy in a Burbank animal shelter. Oh, uh, yeah. I want that movie. I know exactly the life of Higgins. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I agree. He was this little fluffy black and tan mixed breed dog. Uh, he was super, like super cute. Very cute. Uh, they thought he was maybe a mix of miniature poodle, cocker spaniel, and schnauzer. But he was a mutt. I mean, at the end of the yep. day, he was a mutt. That's the greatest thing about him. He yep. wasn't like a Doberman Pinchial or a, a... No, uh, it wasn't a super purebred. Mm-hmm. It was just this little mutt dog. Mangy little uh, mutt. Ran around town and... Lives in a haunted house. Lives in a haunted house. Which he has the longest roundabout way to get down. I, every time he goes up, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I get it. You got to get inside the yeah. house somehow, right? He goes... He, he but climbs why not up a live fence on the second floor? Because... He needs his exercise. He's an old dog, and he <laughs> needs his exercise. He needs to get those joints going so he doesn't it's get the really, rheumatiz. It's really obvious when he's bringing Tiffany in, and I'm like, it just keeps going and going. And I was like, that poor little dog is Tiffany like, Tiffany is right? a lovely little lady dog that yeah. he meets in a trash can, <laughs> and they kind of fall in love. It's, it's she very— was, She uh, was in his trash can, yeah. Yes. She's a cute little dog. Looks like a, a Maltese, maybe, or a Bichon. Or maybe a mix uh, yeah, of the two. Yeah, mix yeah, yeah. Probably mix of two. But uh, a little muddish too, but not yeah, as much. There's a there's a definite Lady in the Tramp vibe with the two. Oh of them. yeah, oh yeah. I mean, was, they even look like Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> you know, she's white. And he's like a little scruffy. It was. He did. Joe Cam did say that Lady in the Tramp was a uh, um, a, a inspiration, inspiration for yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. He loved the old Disney movies. Yeah. Uh, although he also mentioned Song of the South, which I was like, well, uh, it was a different time back yeah, then. That's true. That's true. But uh, it hadn't been banned yet. We hadn't realized how incredibly racist that film is. I mean, we did, but uh, yeah. we didn't recognize and it shun it. It didn't, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Franken, who trained Higgins. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. He, uh, he, tra- he trained originally Arnold Ziffel, the pig, from Green Acres. Uh, okay. <laughs> if you all haven't Ziffel. seen Green Acres, that pig was that – it's probably, since Babe, the yeah. most famous pig in yes. America. Yes, That pig went to fairs. It was oh, on yeah. TV and guest spots. He was like doing the cons before the cons even existed. Old Mr. Ziffle, they used to call I, him. I, I didn't realize his last name was Ziffle. I thought it was just Arnold. So was <laughs> yeah, just Arnold the Pig is what they called him. But yeah. yeah, Mr. Ziffle, you couldn't look him in the eye on set. Oh. You had to call him Mr. <laughs> Ziffle. It was in his contract. If there were any pork products on set, he wouldn't work. 
Uh, <laughs> he was very temperamental. Not like Higgins. He was very easy to get Higgins along with. Higgins was very easy to get along with. That's why you don't great. see uh, Benji the pig movie. You saw That's Benji true. the dog Benji movie. the puppy. That's true. Uh, <laughs> so Frank Ian trained uh, all the animals used during the Waltons and Beverly Hillbillies and Petticoat Junction, Green Acres, all these TV shows. Uh, Higgins was most famous for Petticoat Junction. He was on for six or seven seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, 149 episodes. Wow. Wow. Hundred and forty nine. Now the thing is, is that and Frank Inn says this, it was the he was the smartest, most trainable animal he'd ever worked yeah. with. Yeah. At least once or twice every episode he would train give him a new trick. Mm-hmm. Give him something new to train and the Time dog to play the piano. Yeah. I mean yeah. it was chopsticks, but still it's it's, it's playing the uh, piano. He did it. And I don't know if he did. I'm kidding. <laughs> he did. Did you he did. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was it, <laughs> But the dog would remember, even yeah. like like Years you know, and years, years later, later yeah. he would be like, "Hey, let's do that thing," and the dog would do it. Yeah. Like he, it, he just understood. Which is completely bizarre for a dog to have that kind of retention. Yes, uh, any animal really. Yes. He doesn't have. They don't have the same concept of time or the same concept of memory. No, you know, that we the, do. Yeah, you know? it's yeah. usually scent, and you know. But it's it right. was crazy. It's a testament to the trainer, and it's a testament to the dog. And how great would it be to have such a Easy going, you know. That's why he was yeah. on for six seasons oh, because yeah. it was just here's a treat, learn it. You know yeah. what a yeah. great. I'm just gonna hang out and chill yeah. and like until you tell me to do something. Ah, nice uh, life. He I, he lucked out. I I mean I guess they they lucked they both lucked out. Sure, but, but snatched from a great life. Yeah, that's why I, mean, I think we should make the 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 life story the Higgins of Higgins, story. Higgins, the greatest Higgins. dog you've never known. <laughs> The, the dog you thought you knew? I'll do the voice. No. Uh, oh. Actually, it's... Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he a much not a great... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> and your ears. Yeah, so it, so because of that, you know, he knew Edgar Buchanan. They were together. You can see in the movie, in, in Benji, like, how... Uh, the best part about this movie, and when you re-watch Benji, mm-hmm. which you will after we finish, you finish yes. this episode... It's on Amazon right now. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime, so totally watch it. it you can tell... That the scenes between Bill Edgar Buchanan, mm-hmm. the the cafe owner, and him are really amazing because it's him being able to interact with Higgins as Higgins. Yeah, like he's not having to. It's just the, letting the dog be the dog, and the dog's so excited to see him. Yeah, like it's it, just it was so a sweet. very uh, organic movie. Yeah, yeah. He he had his buddies. He had the family that he liked. That. You wanted to keep him. Yeah. The little baby. Hide him under the table. It'd hide him from the, the horrible dad. The who horrible would... dad who was not <laughs> a not... horrible person. I know. This is what I love. It's like it, all even the bad characters, except for one, aren't really that yes. bad. And yes. that's what's kind of great about it. And and the dad, he thought that the dog had diseases and something. What it was? Diseases yeah, and something it, else. Yeah. Fleases. Fleas, and, uh, the fleas and the disease. Yeah. He just didn't want it around his kids. And, uh, which is, it's really odd because, like, the mother's obviously gone. Yeah. We uh, don't know. How, uh, she was murdered, obviously, by the husband, buried <laughs> in the yard. <laughs> the maid helped. What, She's a little so dick friendly. Yeah. Benji was actually trying to solve the mom's murder. He's digging up that grave every chance. <laughs> we get away from there, We can't have Benji. We can't have him here. Uh, but he it, knows too much. It just seemed odd because it didn't seem like he was a bad. He was a doctor. Like he didn't seem like he was a bad guy. No, I, it's just it's that like dad think, thing. Yeah, back but then. Think with like the mom gone, it's like yeah, get get a dog. That's like, the perfect way. Adam, to... we're talking about a '70s dad, okay? <laughs> a '70s dad doesn't have time for shenanigans, and a '70s dad automatically says no. Yeah, it's just a reaction. Okay. Yeah, that's a that's there's, good there's, point. Yeah. They always said no. The no first one was, you'll get a yes maybe eventually, uh, but, yeah. but you know you're going to have to go through five or six no's. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. I Yeah. yeah. It was just... It was and, just and there needed to be a little bit of tension in that movie. <laughs> you know? We wouldn't really have had a movie if he was like, yeah, sure. Wait, you do, not The Haunted House wasn't enough? Well, the, it was very scary. The grown man being afraid of the dark well, <laughs> wasn't yes. enough? <laughs> well, so Benji... Yes. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, back back to Higgins. Okay. Back to Higgy. Higgy, so, baby. Higgins was great. He actually retired in 1971. Uh, his last film was Mooch Goes to Hollywood with Zsa Zsa Gabor and Vincent Price. Yeah. Zsa Zsa Gabor is the reason why he retired. She was so difficult to work with. <laughs> Always she, screaming she at him, stop throwing stuff, blaming him for missing her marks, <laughs> for messing up her lines. It was... She kept saying how much better Arnold was. <laughs> yes. No, she she worked with him, too, because she yeah, was on Petticoat yeah. Junction. Yeah, yeah. She had a yeah. rep in her later life of being a little... Oh, a little... A little uh, she was great on Petticoat. Though. Oh, fantastic. I mean, they were fantastic. Yeah. Hello, darling. <laughs> <laughs> so at 11, he retired, and I, you know he had a pretty good career. He had a good yeah, job. Yeah, it's a good run, baby. 
Joe Camp needed a dog. And like I said, he wanted out, but they brought him back <laughs> in. Frank in was like, yeah, let's do this. Like, we, we can do it. And, and Benji was amazing. Yeah. Like, he, they, the shoot, it wasn't a terribly long shoot because the movie was, uh, uh, you know, not overly complicated. No, but I mean, it was complicated to get the dogs to do a lot of the stuff. I mean, yeah. him jump, you know, his complicated route up to the house <laughs> yeah. was pretty yeah. Impressive running back and forth from the kids' house to the haunted house. No, I'm talking about oh, jumping up the fence. Up. And well, that's true up the because even even the, the Tiffany stuff. had problems. Yeah, yeah, there's that cute part where she first visits visits the haunted house where she has a little trouble. She's all struggling to get her little butt up there, and instead of going and helping her, he's just like, "Come on, Tiffany." <laughs> I don't have all day. Ruff, ruff, ruff. I'm so old, I can't pull you up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm tired. With my snaggle tooth. <laughs> uh, so, his, uh, after Benji retired, uh, or sorry, after Higgins retired, and uh, Benji was the, the last movie he did, mm-hmm. uh, he, he eventually did pass. Uh, it was very sad. He was four weeks away from his 18th birthday. That is an amazing rung that for a doll. Is, yeah. Yeah, especially the fact that he was a working dog. Yeah. Like, I mean... Well, that's probably... I mean, it's a cliche, but it's probably what kept him young, is he yeah. was always being engaged and that's true. playing that's a good and point. learning. Yeah. And I think dogs that survive longer have a much more uh, rich life. You know, yeah. if you have a dog that's just chained up in the back of the yard... Yeah, just but hangs it, out. Yeah, but if you have a dog that's yeah. always playing and running and jumping... And He's going to... Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, Treat your dogs well, people. Yeah. Play with them, yeah. damn it. They Take need attention. Outside. They're not just I had, accessories. I had in college, I had a roommate who had a Dalmatian. And Dalmatians, more than any other breed, have to need exercise. Because they're the dumbest breed there is. Okay, I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I'm just saying. But they are science, active. Yeah, that's they are science. very active dogs. Because yes, they're dumb. And he was so deathly afraid of someone stealing the Dalmatian that he just never walked the dog. That poor, poor dog. The dog peed the bed every day. Yeah. Literally every day. Out of day. anxiety yes. and out of stress. And it was of... so stressed out. We would, there were like five or six of us living in the house in college. And we would literally, when, when the owner was gone, we would steal the dog away and run him around <laughs> nice. and like all this stuff. You're good like, people. We were. He was a good dog. Uh, so in the future, I mean, there were more Benji movies after this. And, and, yes. and actually one of uh, Higgins' daughters actually played uh, Benji. The dog's name was Benjean. Benjean. She was really upset about that name in an interview <laughs> with, uh, I think it was The Hollywood Reporter. Benjean was saying that she was constantly uh, mistaken for Ben Vereen. And ben Vereen? Ben Vereen. Benjean Ben Vereen. And, uh, and it, it, she was like, hey, could you just change my name to Benjina? <laughs> and he's like, no, it sounds more like vagina. Benjina. <laughs> Look. All right, all right, all right. 1978, <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> Reporter, issue 266. Oh, wow. All right. Benjean Benvereen. All right. Benji, yeah, uh, she 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 played the Benji for a couple of times. It was she looked a little different. I mean, and despite, well, yes. <laughs> despite obviously not having uh, the a male penis. parts, yeah, um, her face was a little different. But and it got even more confusing because in future VHS releases, they would use Benji on the cover of uh, all of the of movies. Course, yeah, uh, and so people were like, "I'm confused. The dog looks weird and different." Yeah. And she actually did more movies because uh, she was she younger. Was younger. She yeah. Started, she yeah. Had, you so know, she, she wasn't retired she was not when sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> but he's actually been played by four other dogs besides uh, Benjean throughout the 40-plus years. Benjean was cute movies. as hell, yes. though. She was just so cute. That's the Benjean is the Benji that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, yes. I'm Same. I mean, I did. I think I saw the original Benji in the theater, but yeah. the, the, I didn't remember it as much. I was such a toddler. But uh, such a stupid toddler. <laughs> uh, but I do remember for the love of Benji. Mm. And then... Benji the Hunted, but I was a little old for Benji the Hunted, but I still dug it. It was yeah. still a fun. It was exciting movie. It was a, yeah. It was it was thriller. Yeah, it was a thriller. It was good. Benji, Benji. had to rescue a couple of cubs. Man, I think they were were they uh, uh, cougar cubs. Yeah, mountain lions. I think mountain lion cubs. Or something yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to take them through and, and protect them from bears and poachers and all sorts of stuff. So once the it film R, it was rated R. Gore. <laughs> Eventually, Benji had a machine gun and was no, taking he out. Bit the... the head off of one of the poachers. Oh, and then urinated in it. 
Wow. Yeah, it was a really rough. It was Man. around the time of. <laughs> I, love, I love that this is our most family oriented <laughs> yeah. movie. Well, it was around the time that Rambo came out, so they were competing with a lot of. I was of... just thinking Rambo. <laughs> Benji you know, Ram- sitting yeah. in the back of a truck with <laughs> <Yeah>. a gun, <laughs> mowing down poachers and bears. It was a bloody mess, but it uh, if you can stomach it, it's worth a while. I used to confuse Benji and Rambo back when I was young. Most people did. Uh, yeah. It was. <laughs> It was the sweat. It was always the sweat. Uh, so once the movie was done, Joe Camp, they finished the movie, cost $500,000. Uh, he tried to go to uh, Hollywood again and said, look, yeah. I have a finished film. Yeah. It's a good family movie. Mm-hmm. People will like it. And everyone said, no. No thanks, buddy. Like what? I just, it blows my mind. And Joe Camp, being Joe Camp, created his own distribution company. He he booked and supervised almost all of the screenings for the first, like, three or four months that the movie was released. That's impressive. And that, yeah. I mean, that's work. I used to work work. for an international film distribution company, and it is work. Yeah, well, think of doing it without email. Yeah, yeah. Only by telephone and snail mail and and driving around. And it was not convenient to do business back then. But Joe Camp and his industrious spirit won out, and the movie eventually grossed almost $40 million. In 1973. Yeah. It's crazy. We were talking oh. about Lucas with American Graffiti. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, made that yeah. for like $700,000. Yeah. That's yeah. another. These two independent films in the 70s were yeah. just insane. And Huge. A family film about a yeah. dog that basically... 70% of the movie is kind of just running around until they get to the plot of kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And not in a bad way. I mean, it's just such a, I don't know, watching it the other night was very refreshing. It's so sweet. Yeah. It's just so sweet. You're just and watching Pops. It's so, yeah, it's just fun to watch this dog. I don't even want to say fun, but like it's it's very satisfying. Right. Of just like seeing this pure thing happening on yeah. The screen. Yeah, there's, there's no, it's just, it's very simple story. He, this dog has buds. He goes. He goes to the house of the kids. Yeah. Then he goes to see. He has different names. Yes. I, I didn't realize that. I, he's Benji from the, from the kids. It. He's Sam. Sam I think. to the cop. I think. Uh, or is it Sam to the? I think it to the owner of the restaurant. Maybe or, it's Sam or Mac or something. Sure. But yeah. And then he goes to. <laughs> he goes and wakes up the the diner owner and the diner owner is like, oh, well, I'm going to close the shop now, Ben, uh, Sam or whatever I call you. Yeah, maybe in a year or two. Yeah. And yeah. then he gives him a bone. And then he takes the bones home and puts them in a suitcase. He has a suitcase full of bones, which is so bizarre. <laughs> I don't understand what that even But means. after he goes with the bone, he goes through Francis Bouvier's yard and and chases her cat up a tree. Her cute little white cat. But um, it's all part of the process because she grabs the cat and it's like, Ooh, it. he looks a little skinny today. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Adam's favorite part. Yeah, the, the, that's the beautiful, beautiful setup of it mm-hmm. is that when you first see it, you're like, oh, he's just chasing this cat. Well, he has a routine, yeah. Yeah, but then, but then you get to the point when he's not there and you realize how much he means to these people. Right. When he misses his routine, yeah. everybody gets worried Everyone and concerned. Notices. Where is he? Yeah, this... And then he goes to a cop who gives yeah. him love advice all the time. <laughs> he wants he's him to get smooth. Yeah, he needs him like, to get you got to settle down. Settle down there. Ben or Sam or Juji or whatever Sean you call him. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but his heart belongs to the kids, yeah. the two little yeah. kids. Oh, and yeah. He sure. loves those kids. And then those kids get kidnapped and coincidentally taken to Benji's home, which is a haunted <laughs> house. Uh, and Benji rescues the kids or is the, is the catalyst for the rescue yeah. of the children. Yeah. What happens is I'm just going to ruin this film for everybody. <laughs> You should watch it anyway. But still, it's just... It doesn't matter. The plot doesn't really matter. What's so great is they write a ransom note, mm-hmm. and it's just not the right one, because I guess he was writing it with his left hand, and it, he couldn't he really could, it read it or something. It was yeah. So they crumple it up, throw it down, and then they write another ransom note. And the way that, that Benji saves the kids is he finds the crumpled up note, brings it to the cops who are at the little kid's house, one of the kidnappers is there, the, the, the woman, woman kidnapper. Uh, she intercepts the note, sticks it in her purse. I, that I did not see coming. Yeah. And we're all like, oh, my God, the kids are dead. They're dead. <laughs> Murdered. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Benji, he has to do what he never thought he'd have to do. Bite his buddy. And he bit that, uh, 
the maid. The poor maid. The poor yeah. maid. And then he grabbed that purse and he got the note out and he saved them babies. And then the dad was like, <laughs> I don't care about those diseases. <laughs> We're going to keep Benji. And oh my God. Oh, skip the worst part. The absolute worst part of the entire movie. <laughs> okay, wait, please. Okay. Before Benji goes to rescue the children, Tiffany and he are hiding in the haunted house. His house. It's his yeah, house that they've yeah. come into, by the way. Um, he's been stealing pudding cups and stuff, so they think it's really haunted uh, because the food <laughs> the, disappears. The, the two Goonie guys. They, <laughs> it's perfect Goonie guys. They, the one tall one is scared of the dark. Like, they think the house is haunted. It's You know, it's that neighborhood house yeah. that everybody knows yeah. and whatever. And, and so he doesn't want to be there after dark. Yeah. Oh, God, we can't be no. there after dark. No, so Benji is... He takes the note, and then the the main the really bad bad guy who's the bad guy he's the out of towner bad guy yeah who who changed it all changed it who changed all the rules he and did he 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 wasn't yeah we, we we didn't sign up for this bad guy and he says you just stay where you are and do what you're told and that that's when uh, he pulls the gun yeah. out and this is and I will say this and this is brilliant on Joe Camp's part mm-hmm. it's a brilliant directed the weird little flashback to to Benji's former owner yep. Being a cop, yeah. like it, I, it was done so spot on, yeah. and so well, and then and then it gets beaten over our heads for twenty oh, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> because, they, yeah. well, what happens is so they draw the gun. He grabs Benji because Benji's got that note, the yeah. second note. Yeah. I'm gonna bring it to the cops. Yeah. So Tiff comes out of nowhere, bites the bite. bad guy, yeah, fights. Yeah. and then Benji gets away, and then the bad guy kicks little baby Tiffany so uh, hard. <laughs> oh, she my looks God. dead. And then Benji looks back. He's so heartbroken. But he knows he has to go on. He has to save the children. He can't worry about Tiffany right now. So we're all, you know, so he does this run. I think it's like a a 45-minute real-time run to the house. (laughs) that That is just flashbacks of... We get to see his owner, who was a cop, get killed. So we realize that he's an orphan because his owner was a police officer who was killed in line of duty. So the duty? Duty. (laughs) Duty. We see that flashback over and over, but unfortunately, we see the kick of the dog over oh and over. It's like, I get it, Joe. Stop showing it, Joe. Please. You're traumatizing every child in here. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch the little Tiffany die. The movie $40 million. It's a lot of people saw that. But just so everybody, because I know my sister's like this. So I, I think even Phoebe's like this. Phoebe if is If people like this, know that a dog is going to die or something, and you, and, they, and you don't warn them, they're like, F you, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're mad. Tiff doesn't die. Tiff's okay. Yeah, Tiff, Tiff, she Tiff had a little fine. broken leg. Yeah, she's fine. But because Benji was able to save the kids, yeah, he and Tiff have a home that they can go to and leave. He can still see his buds, but he's yeah. got a home base. He knows he it's can a happy, happy it, ending right? because it's not Benji the Hunted, which is you know, <laughs> this horrible <laughs> Rambo ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just such a she's sweet, killing. sweet movie. If you're in the mood to just Watch some sweet seventies goodness. It's it is like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, it's it's nice. I mean, the world's weird right now, and everything's messed up. Oh, yeah. And this is it. It is. It's nice to to open up that nostalgia door yeah. and bask in its glow of yes. sweetness and pureness. Yeah, and it has strong female characters, and it has strong African American characters. The cop is an African American, and for the time, yeah. It's pretty progressive, you know. It's 1974 we're talking about. So you got to give a movie its props for doing the right thing back then. Yeah. So the character of Benji has uh, appeared in uh, seven different movies uh, besides the movies. He cameoed in a couple movies. Yeah, not just Benji movies. Not just Benji movies, yeah. He cameoed in a movie called Homps. Homps. Howps. It's spelled H A W M P S. So how would you pronounce it? I don't know. Howps. I, I swear to God, when I started in research on this and I saw it, I was like, "What in the world?" I'm pretty sure I've seen it. it it's a Joe Camp movie. He made this after his success with Benji, uh, but it was a story about. Uh, I believe it's set during World War One. Like mm-hmm. it's the 1910s, teens, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it's them trying to bring camels into the Mojave Desert to create a new, uh, like, army reserve or army regiment or something. What a bizarre Which is thing a, to make. A, I mean, a true, it's a true story. Yeah, no, no, yeah. it's a great movie. It's interesting. But just... But yeah, to, to be like, <laughs> I gotta make this movie. That was his passion project was Hounps. Hounps, <laughs> which Benji cameoed in. He did. Uh, not as a... Not as a 
Not as a camel. He actually played a camel. Oh, really? Yeah. Did he have hounds? He had double hounds. Hounds. <laughs> well, isn't that a Drew 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 Druidary? What is dromedary? Dromedary. Isn't that a dromedary with two humps, or and a camel has one? No, they're both drama. I thought they were both drama. Damn, dude, we're going into camel territory now. Camel. Camel I know. Jokes. I know. I think they're all called dromedaries, but I think there is. What a was Joe Camel? Uh, <laughs> he was a cartoon character that killed a lot of people. He did. He had a penis for a nose. <laughs> but he looked cool doing it. We have a uh, a Joe Camel dartboard. We do at actually. The Gen X headquarters. Uh yeah. Courtesy of my stepdad, he smoked a oh. ton of camel cigarettes. What's that? To get I never that. knew that. Yep. He, I think, he had so much camel gear when they used to give out camel bucks. <laughs> He's like, what do you want? He saved up for that for me, which is super sweet. But he had tons of lighters and all caps and all sorts of stuff that oh, you would get cool. from camel bucks. And then they realized that it was too many kids <laughs> were getting into the, <laughs> you know, oh, camel surprise, stuff, it's so an animated it. character smoking. But he did. And it's an awesome dartboard. I yeah, mean, it is. It's, it's really a great. professional grade. It's really nice. It's really nice. No penis nose camel. Camel <laughs> Joe. So then uh, after that, uh, Joe Camp also did a, it was like a spy mystery thriller called The Devil MacGuffin. Ooh, uh, not just one MacGuffin. No, there were two MacGuffins. So don't trust. <laughs> so you know it's the third person <laughs> is the bad guy. Way to go, Joe Camp. Give it away in the title. I Now, I've not seen either of these movies, and I, I mean, I kind of want to because... You haven't seen Hounds? I don't think I've ever seen Hounds. I actually knew the story about the camel thing mm-hmm. uh, a long time ago because of the... Um, uh, Liberate Tar Pits, mm-hmm. the museum there, they have camels. Because camels were originally from uh, Ameri- North yeah. America, and then they emigrated over the Bering Strait. Right. And then they, they evolved enough that now they literally can't live here anymore because they tried to so do crazy. it during World War One. Yeah. And I didn't know there was a movie. And now I'm like, hey. You got to see it. I'm the weirdo that wants to see that movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a weird history nerd. Uh, perhaps the best Benji movie, my personal favorite. Oh, Heavenly Dog. Yes. Oh, Heavenly Dog. The only time where Benji was given a voice. By Mr. Chevet Chase. From 1980. I have not seen this movie in a long time. Yeah. Isn't it Chevy Chase dies? Yes. Comes back. Yes. In the dog. Yeah, he's in the dog. Yeah. And he's got to do something with his family or something? He's got to fix something or something. I mean, I probably should have read about it yeah. before we did yeah, this. That's <laughs> he had to do something or something happened. He was a dog. Um, there's a bathtub, and he is a, he has a typewriter. That's all I remember. Oh, he's a, a reporter. He's a reporter. He's a reporter, and he right. gets killed uh, doing a story or something, and, and somehow gets to do a dog, and he's got to solve the, the crime. The dog, Benji, wears the, the reporter hat, I think. Yeah, like a fedora. The yeah, yeah, fedora. fedora. Is, that, is it a fedora? Yeah. A fedora? It's a Ford aura. <laughs> it's either a fedora or a, a tribly. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, Benji the Hunted in 1987, which we all know is the great Rambo knockoff. Oh, yeah. Uh, bloody, bloody, bloody. So bloody. Almost rated X. Oh, wow. I think they, they released it unrated because they didn't want to. Is Benji the Hunted why they created PG-13? That's <laughs> why they created uh, NC-17. NC-17. Because it was so. Oh, no sex. It no wasn't sex. sex. No. It was all violence. It's a lot. A lot of violence. It's very Christian that way. <laughs> Uh, Benji Off the Leash was in 2004, and that was the last movie that Joe Camp directed. He he actually, after that is when he got into horses. This is the weird thing. Is Wait, he, what was Benji Off the Leash about? Uh, Benji Off the Leash was actually about, uh, and perhaps the most important Benji movie, oh. uh, I, would, I would argue. This was the one that was nominated for 15 Academy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Benji's List. It was uh, essentially uh, Benji is part of an over. His, uh, there's a breeder, mm-hmm. and he's uh, overbreeds the dogs. And ah. uh, Benji's mom is one of the dogs that's overbred, and uh, the the breeder's son ends up stealing the dog, Ooh. and and he grows up to be Benji, and Benji's great. And then Benji meets as another stray dog named Lizard Tongue. Mm. Does he have a long tongue? <laughs> yes, and uh, <laughs> what kind of dog? They need to. I don't know. I didn't know Don Don. But they need to. He's a mutt. They're all mutts. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but they, they needed to uh, rescue, go uh, rescue his mother. Lizard mom's uh, Because lizard from the mom. breeder. But this is the thing, is that it, something that Joe Camp was very good about, and, and he, I mean, he always attributes to his Christian faith. But mm-hmm. Like, it's just, you know, being a good person. But sure. it's always about helping and saving those that need help the most. Right. He's... He is a true – he's like Jimmy Carter, you know? Yes. He's a true Christian yes. who lives by his faith and yes. is is a 
a testament to what a good Christian – I don't mean to sound condescending or whatever, but – there's a lot of people that use Christianity as some sort of shield for their bigotry yeah. or some sort of uh, hammer for their anger. But there are a certain type of Christian, and I think is probably the majority, yeah. that are like Jimmy Carter or Joe Camp that just use their faith to be good people and do good things for people. They, yeah. They, yeah. they truly live the life of the God that they believe in. Right. Right. Exactly. That is a very well way to put it. Jimmy Carter is a good a – good, um, Example. Example of, mm-hmm. of that, yeah. Yeah, He just he's just a good person. But after Benji was released in 1974, uh, over the years, uh, Joe Camp has attributed, it, he said at least a million dogs have been adopted from wow. shelters because of Benji. Wow. And and because of the positive message of, yeah. of going and finding a, a good dog. And this, yeah. is, this is what led to Benji off the leash in 2004 uh, about overbreeding. And, and it's like, you know, the dogs are there. They're loving. They'll love you. And that was a time, too, when there was a lot. All the Hollywood you know, celebritites had their yeah. Yeah. purse dogs yeah. and yeah. their their purebreds. Yeah, yeah, they were just uh, accessory animals, and they would get rid of them if they did the wrong thing. And other right. people were getting these animals. And, you know, I think a hundred and two Dalmatians was released around then. Mm-hmm. And people, anytime, it's funny. It's like certain movies that are released get people to just go buy these purebred dogs or whatever, right. Right. and then they realize that they're too hard to take care of, and then they get rid of them. But a a movie about a mutt that gets people to go to the shelters and pull out these poor dogs that that this is their last chance. I mean, that's right. amazing. And also, you know, I think I, hey, it's it's really good for him to bring uh, a voice to these puppy farms and puppy mills. Yeah, and just how yeah. horrible they were back then. I right. mean, they still right. are. I mean, let's yeah. be honest. They're not. I I think that there's been enough of an outcry that they're not as bad. I think that they're, they're at least more humane. Right. But but at the end of the day, still, I mean, you look at like you know French bulldogs and like how they've been bred into being yeah. just like the most deformed looking animals. And it well, they, it's, it's not even deformed. They're super cute, but they have such health issues well, because that, they're over. I mean. Yeah, they're not. It's incest, but it's also. If you have the same genes, you know, going and going and going, it's not going. You yeah. need to. You need some diversity. Yeah, diversity. exactly. Yeah. To to be able to keep genetic defects right. from yeah. from occurring. I think you know, like like today we have a problem where a bunch of people adopted puppies during the pandemic, yeah. and yeah. now they have to go back to work, so they're putting all the puppies back in the shelters. So look, if you're looking for a dog, hit the shelters first. You'll be able to find a purebred or something close, oh, yeah. but honestly, yeah. you don't want a purebred. No, you want a mutt because they're going to live longer. They're going to have a much more diversified DNA. Yeah, they're going to be so grateful. Yeah, they'll be happy. They'll be very happy. And, you know, it takes some time for them to adjust. It takes about three months. You know, it takes a few days for them to, to stop being scared. It takes them a couple of weeks to kind of get used to the yeah the, the space, and it takes them about three to get used to your routine. And then it yeah. usually takes about three months to get used to their new life. Right. So you gotta give them time. You just gotta be patient. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see a lot. I, a lot of stuff is posted in social media about. It. It's like, oh, I have this dog, and it's his first night here, and he's already sleeping on my lap, yeah. and like, and it's like, yeah, that's great, but that's not the case for everybody. Right. So you have to be patient. Yes, and and a dog isn't an accessory. It's a it's a living being. It, you yeah. don't own it. It's not a possession. It's a it's a part of your family. It's, it's a roommate. Yeah. It's a buddy. So it's, if, it's if allowing you, you to take care of it. If you're grabbing a dog so you can take it to the park and try to hook up, <laughs> don't get a damn dog. Don't do it for that. Don't do it for that. Just, I mean, you can use it for that. Of course you can. But make sure you love the dog first. Yes. You have to. Yes. <laughs> make it your wingman, not your accessory. Yeah, there you go. That's perfect. Uh, yeah. So I, there was a new Benji. Uh, so Joe Camp, he stopped directing in 2004. Yeah. and Retired. Uh, retired out. Uh, his son actually directed a new Benji for Netflix in 2018. Uh, his son, who was actually in the original Benji, yeah, uh, is Joey Camp. Little Joey Camp. Uh, he's Joe Camp the Third. He was the paper boy, I yeah. think. Yeah. Paper boy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he directed this movie, and uh, it was well received at Netflix. It Good, was very well received. It's I time. Know. It's time for another Benji. It's time for just another sweet. We don't get just these sweet, simple movies anymore. They're such no. high concept. They're such. And and look, they're good movies. Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. we have horrible movies, but there has no, to be no. room for these little sweet 
films. Yeah. Simple agreed. films about agreed. a dog. <laughs> about a dog. <laughs> a dog and his birdies. He also had a TV Christmas special in 1979. Oh, I remember uh, this. <laughs> I've never seen it, so I don't, but I'm sure it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. And perhaps my absolute favorite, my two favorite uh, Benji-related items, there was a TV show in 1983 called Benji, Zax, and the Alien Prince. Oh, yeah. They formed a band. <laughs> It was a ska band. Oh. Uh, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Benji, uh, he played bass. Oh. He's really, uh, that, I don't know which Benji we had then. Was that Benjean or Ben? That would have been. Benjean. Uh, by then, Benjean still, I think. Yeah, so yeah. Benjean really knew how to, to, to hit that, slap that bass, as they say. <laughs> uh, it was super weird. It ran for 13 episodes. So it's very Benji, but what happens is, this little prince and his robot that looks like a hamburger with <laughs> eyes <laughs> popping up yeah. on top of it. Uh, they land on Earth because they're being pursued by the the guy who took over their planet. And he's destroyed all of his political enemies except for this little boy. And so... <laughs> looks very human. <laughs> he does. He looks like a little Ryan Reynolds. Uh, so the guy sends a couple of... Murdering bounty hunters, mercenaries, yeah, to kill the or capture, kill. Let's just say kill, probably kill the little yeah. prince. So it's basically thirteen episodes of Benji, a little alien prince, in this hamburger robot having <laughs> adventures and trying to escape these two Colonel Zod lookalike <laughs> Superman two it's, villains. Benji, the the alien ship lands and Benji just does not care. She's oh like, yeah, oh, what? So curious. What? Benji has no fear, man. No, no fear. He's no probably fear. sociopath. Because nobody can be that fearless. <laughs> but it it literally feels like it's a Benji movie. It yep. just has some weird aliens in it. It's yeah, it's very <laughs> high concept for Benji. I'm not. I've only seen a little bit of it, and I I got to be honest, I have to watch all of it. Smoke weed and watch <laughs> a little bit of Benji, yeah. Zach's and the Alien Prince, where it's legal, of course. If you're yes. in a state where it's illegal, but, uh, don't. don't get caught. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But perhaps the other, my other favorite thing uh, was uh, uh, in 1983, a video game, Benji Space Rescue oh, yeah. for the Commodore 64. The most amazing graphics ever created for a video <laughs> game. Nothing to do with Benji. I think there's a brown smear in the spaceship. It's basically a side-scrolling kind of jousty thing. Like, like, kind of like Defender. Yeah. But yeah. much worse gameplay. You're just shooting at ships. First of all, you have to descend like 8,000 feet. That takes about five minutes before you start. And then you just shoot these ships. And there's a little brown smear inside of the... I I assume somehow (laughs) Benji is controlling this (laughs) flying saucer that's shooting other spaceships. Yeah, it doesn't seem... It seems much like (laughs) they just kind of slap Benji's name on it. Which seems odd. Seems very not Joe Campy. Maybe it was tied into, you know, the Zacks and the space alien. I don't kid. see why. Alien I types. don't see Joe Camp being behind this inferior product. <laughs> which I, we need to call him. I agree with that. Yeah, we'll get him on the phone. Uh, Benji, nineteen seventy four. Benji mm. was actually nominated for an Oscar. Oh, best picture. No, best director. No, best dog. I actually, best female dog. Higgins did win a Patsy Award, uh, and for Petticoat Junction. So he actually is it's an award. Patsy. It's an awful name. It's for a award. it's an acronym. Wait, so it's not named after Lee Harvey Oswald? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Patsy Award. Yes. The Lee Harvey Oswald Patsy Award goes this year to Benji. <laughs> no, it was a. It's an acronym. It's for the the pet uh, actor something something. Really? It's yeah. not. No, it actually, it's I mean, not Lee Harvey Oswald, technically it is, because eventually in Benji the Hunted, we know, no, the... Uh, Benji actually assassinated JFK. We find that out. <laughs> the t- oh my God, the it's timeline the flashbacks, works. Yeah, the flashbacks in Benji the Hunted show him on the grassy knoll. Well, I mean, he would have been... snaggle tooth on the trigger. He would have been hitting maturity right about then. Yeah. He would have been able to, hey, to aim that gun. Do the research, people. Was he badge man? Or was the umbrella man? Yes. <laughs> he was actually the umbrella. Yeah, nobody suspects the dog, people. No. <laughs> Why would they? He's so cute. Exactly. He's so cute. It was uh, I Feel Love, the theme song was nominated for. Happy Live. Which that's so wonderfully sung by Jim. Uh, it did not win, uh, unfortunately. Uh, not the Academy Award. It did win a Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song. Really? Um, which was nice for Charlie Rich in the movie. Good for Charlie uh, Rich. Do you know which movie uh, it lost to at the Academy Awards? Or which song it lost to? Yes. 
I think I do. It's your favorite song of all time. Uh, well, no. My favorite song of all time is the one from... Uh, Buck Rogers? Well, yeah, yes. it is. Yeah, it is. But in ter- I think you're thinking of uh, the Poseidon Adventure song, oh, which is the yes. one that I loathe. Yes, that's the... That's the yeah. Oh, yes. The morning after. The morning this after. is the one from... Towering Inferno. Yes. We may Lovely. never love like this again. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. <laughs> that was really good. Wow, that was really impressive. Thank you. Uh, an album. We're going to do the Gen X album coming up. We're going to have an all musical show yeah. at some point. Yeah. No, we're Dear not. Dear freaking clear no, that would be. <laughs> that is absolutely not. <laughs> You've happening. heard my soundtrack I, song. It is not You good. think Jim sings well. Just oh. wait till you hear me. That absolutely angelic, lovely voice. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's not true at all, but that's fine. Uh, all right. Well, that's uh, that's all we got about Benji. Benji's good. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. I, mean, I know you have a Prime account. So watch it. Benji, if you love dogs, why not watch Benji? It's a good... <laughs> 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 That's exactly what that, the, is that the was tagline. <laughs> if you like dogs, why not I'll watch, watch Benji? Benji? If you're gonna watch one dog movie this year, well, make it Cujo. But if you're gonna watch two, <laughs> make it Benji. Benji. Now, Benji is just such a sweet little film, and there's no nothing devious behind it. There's no, no you know, there's no. nothing you can find negative to say about Benji. Except maybe kicking Tiffany five hundred times. That was a little over. That was a little he, excessive. They drove it home pretty hard. <laughs> they did. <laughs> But they had to because then when she comes back, it's just so much more emotionally yeah. refreshing. Yeah. But it's such a sweet movie. Watch it. Check out the other ones. Seriously, check out Benji the Hunted because it yeah. is a really fun movie. It's not an uh, NC-17 <laughs> Rambo It's a uh, good movie. It's a good knockoff. Yeah. No, it's a fun little – it's an exciting movie. And it's really incredible. Well, what was incredible is Frank Inn, who has always been Benji's yeah, yeah, trainer. Yeah, he's the one that found Benji, yeah. An incredible animal trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the work that he did with the mountain lion cubs and with the bear and with all yeah. the animals. It's just all an, those animals, yeah. It's an exciting adventure movie with the dog and cubs. Yeah. It's great. great. I, I I was about nine when that movie came out. I remember just loving it. I was older, but yeah. I still dug it. I think yeah. I was a teenager, but I was still, yeah. you know, I'm not going to go see Benji the Hunted. But of course I snuck away inside. <laughs> and my shame. But no, it was awesome. Uh even the new Benji uh, was it on Netflix. They Netflix, did? yep. It's sweet, you know. It's when I love horror movies and yeah. I love yeah. blood and I love comedies and R-rated and bleep and bloop. But there is a place for these fun, sweet movies. It's, it's not overly saccharine. Mm-hmm. It's not cloying. It's just a fun little romp with a pooch. It it sends a really good message without shoving it down your throat. It's a universal truth of be good to each be other. To, yeah, exactly. Help each other and, you know, just do the right thing. Good things happen to those who help each other. Exactly. Good yeah. dog. <laughs> Who's a good boy? <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week with a... Ooh, hey. Oh, Benji. Oh. We'll be back next week with uh, a very different dog movie. Cujo. <laughs> It'll be great. We'll see you then. It's. <laughs> I'm such a spaz. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming, Blossom, already in progress.